Welcome to the Three Now Podcast. All right, welcome everybody uh, to the Three and Out Podcast. Uh, Matt here with Zach and Ed. What's good? Yo. Uh, this time we are not doing football picks, which will come later this week. We actually have a full NBA preview for you. So we're going to do Eastern Conference um, in this one, uh, followed by a Western Conference one, and we'll get you all set for the uh, NBA season that starts up tomorrow on Tuesday. So we're going to start with the Eastern Conference and what many people think are the odds-on favorite in a wide-open East now that LeBron is gone, uh, the Boston Celtics. So the Celtics last year went 55-27. and 27. They lost in the conference finals to LeBron um, without their two best players, arguably. Uh, Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward missed – well, Hayward missed all of last year. Kyrie missed the end. But they returned Kyrie and Hayward back with <laughs> – What are you just laughing for? Spit it out, dude. All right, bro. All right. <laughs> Fuck. It's not as easy as this. <laughs> I know. All right. So cut that out. I will. All right. Starting five for the Celtics this year will be Kyrie, Jalen Brown, Gordon Hayward, Jason Tatum, and Al Horford with a bench of Terry Rozier, Marcus Smart, who they brought back on a four-year deal who was restricted free agent, um, Aaron Baines, who is probably Zach's favorite player, uh, they re-signed him to a two-year deal. So he's a, a perfect glue guy for that bench. Uh, Marcus Morris also will be coming off the bench. An interesting name that they also signed from Europe this year was Ed's former boy, Brad Wanamaker, uh, former, yeah, the former uh, Pitt Panther. Uh, he comes over. He's 29. He's a rookie this year. He's seven years in Europe. I think he can come in and score. That's basically all he does. Um, the Celtics are... Minus 160 to win the conference and uh, four to one odds to win the finals, which is the second best in the NBA. Hmm. They're the obvious favorites to play the Warriors. I think they're going to go 62 and 20 this year. Do I think they're the best team in the East? I don't really know. I think the East is wide open, so I think it's going to be fun with the Bucks and the Pacers, Sixers, and that's basically it. So (laughs) we'll see with that. Uh, they drafted this year Robert Williams out of Texas A&M with the 27th overall pick. Uh, he's a very interesting talent, but he seems to not be able to get out of his own way. So we'll see how he handles things. But I'm a big Robert Williams fan. I liked him a lot last year. I think he contrib- can't contribute as long as he gets his act together. Um, they're the only team in the NBA to see their win total increase in the last four seasons. So they continue to grow, continue to grow. And when you got future stars like Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum on your team, uh, you, you really don't know what to expect except for success with Brad Stevens, who's arguably the best coach in the NBA. He was voted that by his peers, actually, for the first time, taking it from pop in years. So the only loss they really had was Shane Larkin, who signed in Turkey. But is that a significant loss? No. So – that's the Celtics right there. I think they're in the conference finals, probably against the Sixers, but we'll see. Yeah, I think they'll go 62-20 and 20 this year. All right, Matt's very good analysis there on, on the Celtics. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, preview the Toronto Raptors, who last year finished first in the Eastern Conference with a record of 59-23. and 23. 
Um, this was probably one of the most talked about teams in the offseason. Um, first of all, they fired the coach of the year, Dwayne Casey, which was a, a very shocking move to a lot of people, including myself. Um, and then they traded away one of the, the best players that has ever played in Toronto, somebody that loved being there and that wanted to, f- to finish out his career there. And DeMar DeRozan, uh, they obviously acquired Kawhi Leonard and Danny Green back in that trade. I think the big question uh, that comes out of Toronto is which Kawhi Leonard do you get in Toronto? Do you get the one who was one of the best players in the world uh, offensively and defensively from 15 to 17? Or do you get the guy who who kind of forced his way out of San Antonio uh, after not even playing with an injury that, that no one even knows if it was a real injury or not? Um, you still on this roster, you still have Kyle Lowry, who's obviously aging. It seems like every year this guy comes down with another weird leg injury that, that sidelines him from 30 to 40 games. Uh, so you, you have to, you have to consider that, uh, you have Serge Ibaka who has definitely regressed, um, in the last couple of years. And then you have a good combo of young guys, uh, Ed's boy, Fred Van Fleet, uh, <laughs> 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 who I know he loves, um, and also, you know, a, a new coach, a guy who's never who's never coached in the NBA before, Nick Nurse. Um, and you, you got to wonder, you got to wonder, does this dude have the same philosophy as as Dwayne Casey? He was Dwayne Casey's assistant. Um, but if he has the same philosophy, what's the point of firing Dwayne Casey? So, you know, he might, might be, he might make some drastic changes, which if he does. And with all these new players, with a new star in Kawhi, with, you know, the uncertainty of, of the injuries that they've had lately. Uh, I think it'll take a while for, for the chemistry to develop. Um, and you, you don't really know if Kawhi even really wants to be in Toronto. So uh, you don't have LeBron anymore in the East. Now you have to deal with Kyrie. Um, I still think uh, that the, the Toronto Raptors finished third in the, Atlant- in the Atlantic. Uh, I would say fourth or fifth in the conference. Uh, the over-under is 55 and a half wins. Ooh. I'm taking the under in Toronto for 55 and a half wins. Uh, that is my uh, prediction for the Raptors. I agree with that uh, under. I agree with that under as well. That's a, that's a little steep, steep for a team with that many changes. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. All right, Ed, what do you got? 76ers? Yes. Yes. Sixers finished third last year, 52 and 30. They're over under this year's fifty four. I'm gonna take the not by much, maybe fifty five, fifty six. I think they finished behind the Celtics. I think they battle with the Celtics all year for that top spot, but I think the Celtics are just a little bit deeper. I agree. That's, yeah. <clears throat> they added uh let's see who they added here. Wilson Chandler from Denver. So I think that's a pretty good pickup, but I mean how much is that guy going to play? He always manages to do something. I feel like they have a lot of 20. that same. They have a lot was, of that same type of player. I was just about to say that. He yeah, play of everyone else they have. Yeah, they uh, brought over the kid they drafted last year, Jonah Bolden. He went over to Israel to play. He's just kind of a stretch five. He's a great shot blocker, so I think that's going to help spread the floor with guys like Simmons, who and Fultz, who can't seem to shoot. Folds look better in the preseason, but we'll see if that carries over. I hope they so. Got Matt's boy, Robert Covington. Oh, Matt loves this dude. That is my boy. Yeah. I would take him any day of the week. 
Uh, yeah, he's he's in that starting five. Let me read that off. It looks like they're going to go with Fultz, Dario Saric, Ben Simmons, Covington, and Embiid. My problem with that starting lineup is it's pretty big, and who's gonna who's guarding who? Like Dario Saric is kind of a six eight, three four guy, and he's basically starting at the two. Who the hell is he guarding? Good point. Uh, he's way too yes. slow to guard a guard. Yeah, and then Simmons and Covington are kind of playing that 3-4. Who's guarding the power forwards? It, that's kind of iffy there, too. But seemed to work last year for them. So and this we'll NBA is becoming a positionless league. Yeah, I mean, they've got some guys that could start at the two. They still have – they brought J.J. Redick back. That's an option. Jared Bayless, I feel like the guy's been in the league for 25 years, is still hanging around there. Seriously. They did bring in Amir Johnson – what that means, I don't really know. Just a role player. <laughs> not, not yeah, another guy. They're he's a they're, he's like a <laughs> attitude, yeah, setter. The first round pick Zaire Smith. <laughs> <laughs> the first round pick Zaire Smith. I loved watching that kid at Texas Tech. I thought he was a ridiculous athlete. He needs to learn how to shoot, but he did break his foot in the summer league, so he's out to December. So we're not going to see much of him. That's about it for Philly. All right, so you're taking the over of 54 and a half. Yep. All right. Yes. Next in the Atlantic, we have the team that's probably going to shock the world the most this year. That would be the Brooklyn Nets. Now, let me just say, let me just say this. Finally. But, but is it a shock? But is it, is it going to be a hold shock? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Finally, the Nets are free of the Billy King era. It's done with. It's over. All those bad trades are officially history. We don't have to I don't have to deal with them anymore. We own our real quick. Yeah. Real quick. Did you see the other day uh Paul Pierce on one of the NBA shows? No, what'd he say? They were talking about the Nets and saying how they're finally starting to rebuild, right? Yada yada yada. Chauncey Phillip goes, Yeah, because they finally got rid of all that mess when they brought you and KG over. And he's like, oh, I don't know. He's like, I don't know about that. And Billups is like, you don't feel bad for that? He goes, feel bad for what? All right, it wasn't his fault. It was Billy King's fault. <laughs> yeah. Billy King's fucking dumbass fault. Worst general manager you gotta, you gotta in history. You got to watch the clip. Guy gave Andre Iguodala yeah. a fucking $150 million in Philly, comes over to Brooklyn and gives up our whole fucking 10 years of fucking existence for fucking KG. Uh, man. Billy King. <laughs> An old KG. Yeah, fuck that guy. Bill, not, fuck bi- that not, guy. Not Billy King. <laughs> Billy King just tweets out political opinions. Yeah, fuck him. I fucking hate that dude. Why? Anyway, okay. Why are you guys even okay, following? I just, I, I, just tweet I, just hear people... I just tweet him once a year and tell him I hate his bitch ass. <laughs> anyway, anyways. All right, so we finally own our first round pick this year. First time in five years that we actually own our own first round pick. Can't believe it. And add to that, we have two first round picks this year, which I'll get to in a second. All right. Sean Marks, great GM. I think nobody can dispute that. Kenny Atkinson, they're trying to build a winning culture, which I think we've all seen is happening in the last couple of years. Every year we get a little bit better, a little more consistent. We play hard. Nobody bitches. You don't ever hear of anything about the Nets in the locker room. Nothing. Team is good. This season will solely depend on one thing. Well, not only one thing, but this is the biggest factor. Does D'Angelo Russell take the next step towards becoming a superstar? His two closest friends in the NBA, Carl Anthony Towns and Devin Booker, just signed max deals. They just did it. So I hope as a fan that D'Angelo uses that as the motivation 
in in his you know i think next year he can be a uh, after this year he can be a restricted free agent i hope he uses that as motivation this year and and turns out to be his best pro season i hope he averages i don't know 22 and 11 that's why that's what i'm hoping for i know it's a little a little optimistic okay. but that, that, give... that 22 is achievable the 11 yeah. uh... <laughs> just because he's not that type of guy I, I hope so. I hope he does. I hope, he's not a no. He's not a peer point. No, no, no. I don't want him. I don't want him to to facilitate the offense. I want what I want him to do is I want him to create opportunities when he's driving to the lane, and then he could kick out and, and yeah. pass to the three point shooters because we shoot the most threes. Yeah, we I think that, we broke the record last year. So that's, yeah, what, that's I'm not I'm not hoping for him to like you know like Rajon Rondo type passing here or like LeBron facilitating. I'm just hoping that he drives to the basket and creates offense that way. Um, key moves in the offseason. We dumped the Mozgov money, right? The Mozgov contract. We traded it to the Hornets for Dwight Howard. We waived Dwight Howard, which which allowed us to now have two max slots for next year. Uh, so in addition to having two max slots, we have two first-round picks. We acquired another pick in the Kenneth Fareed salary dump, which I don't even I don't even want to consider that a salary dump. I think Kenneth Fareed is going to help us. I think he's going to help Jared Allen down low become a little more of a beast uh, and I think maybe Kenneth Reed's got a new excitement, a new energy about him coming to Brooklyn. Uh, I think, I believe he's from Jersey. So, uh, yeah, maybe he can stop getting arrested in the Hamptons too. Right, 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 right. <laughs> if we, if we, let's talk now about waving, whatever. We added Jared Dudley. We traded Jeremy Lin. We signed Ed Davis and Shabazz Napier, both fantastic signings to play, come and rotate off the bench for us. Uh, I like that Napier sign. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Uh, we now have a nice mix of the vets, the young players. Uh, we need to see continued growth out of Jared Allen, Karis LeVert, um, Rondé Hollis Jefferson, who, you know, I don't really like Rondé Hollis Jefferson. I just want to put that out there. Like, I, 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 I get rid of that motherfucker. I don't like him. I don't really like him. He plays good defense, but when he shoots, I just close my eyes because no, he doesn't, he doesn't fit today's, today's play. Oh, uh, no. Wow. He averaged, he averaged. 14 points. Rondé Hollis Jefferson. Yeah, his he well, he does it so uh, wow. you know, he looks like you on the court, Matt. Like it's just so ugly <laughs> from all angles. Uh, uh, I mean, if he shoot, he shot 47 percent last year. Yeah, he, 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 gets, he gets he gets he gets down low a lot. Um, wow, I'm he, impressed. He's a he's a three and D year. guy without the three. Right, right, right. Uh, <laughs> you know, we still have Alan Crabby. All he does is shoot lights out when he's on and shoot ice cold when he's off. And there's no in between. Spencer Dinwiddie, great piece off the bench. We re-signed Joe Harris. The Nets got a good squad. They really do. And I think, I think, I'm going to throw this out there. I think the Nets can, can win, can take the seventh or the eighth spot in the, in the East and make the playoffs. And I'm taking the over of 32 and a half as a seven seed. I think we'll go, I think we'll win, wow. I don't know, 39 games. That's how bad the East is, and we'll still make the playoffs. I'm looking at their roster right now. They're actually not. No, that we're, bad. dude. Karis Levert. Yeah. They, every, Everybody's saying Karis LeVert has looked so good this offseason. Like so many people are impressed. Like this is where this is how he should have been a couple of years ago. What about but this, yeah, he, what about yeah, Rodion's current? He's only nineteen years old. No, actually no, no, that's uh Dizanin Musa. Whatever the fuck this guy's name is. Yeah, I see this Dizan and yeah. Musa. Are, are, are they both <laughs> are they both coming over for sure? Musa, Musa is thinking about No nah, yeah. Musa is. They said that teams wanted to take him earlier in the draft, but they wanted him yeah, to they, stay over there and he didn't want to. He's yeah. only 19 years old. I'm not expecting too much out of him. I think he'll just sit and learn, probably play in the D League for a little, or a G League, whatever the fuck it's called, for a little while. 
But the Long, the Long Island Nets. Yeah, as long as Kenny Atkinson continues to develop these guys, I think we're in good shape no matter uh, what he, happens. He, he he will. That's his that's his calling card. Right. I love I love I love where we're headed. I'm excited this year. I was excited last year. I'm more excited this year. D'Angelo Russell breakout on, year this year. I'm on board. I'm on board with the over thirty two and a half market down. It's a lock. All right. Uh well he's one more team in the Atlantic. Is that it? Just the Knicks? Just the Knicks left. <clears throat> All right. Just the Knicks. Of course, my beloved New York Knicks. Let's see. Made a great head coaching change, in my opinion, getting Fisdale. Agreed as well. Kind of, kind of view him like an Atkinson guy. He's, as far as the player development, that's kind of his thing. I think I think brought, players like him too and respect him already. Yeah, tell. he's kind of yeah, he's one of those guys. Miami, they loved him. Oh yeah. yeah. Chris Bosch has already been to like the practice practices and shit talking to guys. Oh shit. Times. You know what that means, dude? Chris Bosch is about to get cleared and he's about to be a Nick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll just start with the over under. Twenty seven and a half. Ooh. I'm not I'm not expecting much. Obviously, K- uh, KP's out till February at the minimum. I think they go over just because they're going to be one of those teams that plays hard every night because they brought in nothing but young guys. They got a couple guys on one-year prove-it deals. And I th- just think they're going to play hard similar to the way the Nets did last year. Right. The teams are going to come in, sleepwalking, New York City, going to take them lightly. They'll steal a couple games. I'm not expecting that much. I kind of view it like the Jet season. You just want the young guys to get better and show something. Starting five is looking like this. This is what I would do. I don't know. He hasn't announced it officially yet. <clears throat> I'd start Nilakina, Hardaway, Knox, Lance Thomas, and Enos Cantor. He's already said Knox and Lance are starting at the three and four, and obviously Cantor because we have no other big guy. I'm not a huge Hardaway fan, but. That leaves Trey Burke, Mario Hazonia, or Ron Baker at the two. I'm good on all those guys. <laughs> <laughs> Courtney Lee is there, but he hasn't played all preseason or training camp because he was hurt. I think he probably would slide in that starting spot normally. We'll see what happens you know, in the first month or so. What else? And finally cut Joe Kim Noah. Thank God. Oh, wow. That's going to be a huge relief. Yeah. I will. Well, you guys are both both with your franchises. You're both ditching huge, just holes that you yeah. guys had. Like you had Noah and Zach had oh, the worst trade ever. <laughs> so you know, it must be like nice to get that. I'm still pa- I'm still paying Darren Williams though. Oh my god. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna say that about Noah in two years while we're still paying him. Yep. Wouldn't be surprised to see Emmanuel Mudiay get cut at some point this year. We tried to wow, give him really? a chance. David Fisdale even meant, called him out in his like press conference saying, we're going to get you right. He's just been awful. Like, the kid has been a disaster his whole NBA career. I will say this, though. He's never he's... – I do remember yeah. Ed wanted the Knicks to draft Emmanuel Amudier. What year was that? Who did wow. we take? 2015. I don't know, who you, I don't know who you took over that. I, for, I forget. You're, uh, you're right. He's never, he's never shot over forty percent in a season. He stinks. That whole, 
That whole going to China, not going to play for Larry Brown thing, that whole thing. You took Porzingis that year, dude. <laughs> Ed wanted Emmanuel Moutier <laughs> over Porzingis. <laughs> I, I also did not. I also was screaming, don't take Julio Okafor. Yeah, you were. Because that, yeah. like, that's. Well, and Justice Winslow, you didn't want him either, even though it was a different year. Oh, my God, what a bum. He, he was the same year. Mm. Oh, was it? But that was one, that was one of those Francesa picks because he's all over fucking Duke guys. Yeah, he loved him. Yeah. All right. And, uh, yeah. yeah, that's what about what I got there for them. All right, the Knicks over twenty-seven and a half. Fred, lock it in. Ah, uh, you know how this is how it's gonna go. The Knicks are gonna be disappointing, but you know they're gonna show some life in some games. But Ed has that over, and they're gonna have that twenty-seven. They're going to have 27 wins and lose by the hook. Just add on to a tough season. All right, that's the Atlantic Conference. Uh, we shift to the Central. Um, I'll start here in the Central with the Indiana Pacers, who are 25-1 to 1 to win the conference, which is kind of high that I thought. They're the six, that's the sixth best in the Eastern Conference. Uh, to win the finals, they're 100-1. to 1. Obviously, everybody's going to have bad odds in the finals because the Warriors are still in the league. Uh, the over-under <laughs> is 47 and a half. Um, I'm going to go over. I think they're going to have a 50-win season. I can see 53 and 29. That's my prediction for them, at that least. wouldn't shock me. Just East, yeah. East stinks. I feel like the good, the good teams gonna... in the East are going to beat up on the bad team so bad, and they're, everyone, they're all going to have about 50 wins. I agree. Um, I'm in love with Victor Oladipo. I think he's a star. Uh, I like his swag. I like everything he, about what he, he brings he, to that. He surprised me a lot. He, and, and I was like, watching. He, I was gotten so much better. I was watching the barbershop today, or whatever it's called with LeBron. And uh, yep. imagine if the fucking Cavs took him over Anthony Bennett, man. Wow, that was the same. Guy. Yeah, Anthony Bennett went one. Oladipo went number two. So they wow. would have had Kyrie and Oladipo, and then LeBron would have came back. Wow. Well, Deepo last year averaged 23 points a game. You obviously saw what he did. Shot 47% actually from the field, which is very impressive. Uh, he's the superstar you need to build around. He went to Indiana. He's playing in Indiana. It's just meant to be. Yeah, he said he hired a, uh, a sports psychologist, which has helped him like get this good because it helps him clear his mind out of all the bullshit. Yeah, he had a lot of turmoil in the beginning of the years. I mean, that trade to OKC and then going to Indiana. So he's been bouncing around. I'm glad to see him find a home. Right. Did you did you guys watch that show, The Barbershop, or whatever it's called? No. I only saw well, the Drake he, clip. I haven't watched it. So the Oladipo thing. says, like, when he was in OKC, he was so worried about, like, because all the, all, everything the media would say was that Russ has no help. Russ has no help. And he said that he, when he, like, made a turnover or, or shot a bad shot or did something dumb, like, he was so worried in his head about what the reporters were writing about the, him and, like, not helping Russ that he would, like, stare at the – he would stare at the reporters after he did something wrong instead of, like, focusing on the game and shit. That's how, like, screwed up in the head he was. I feel like, pe- I feel wow. like people don't, like, give that much credit to that type of shit. Like, these dudes think about that shit. Right. You know, you know you're watching a game. You don't – you're They're human. Yeah, you're not yeah. – that's in OKC. Imagine if he's in – if he's in Golden State, he's in L.A., he's in New York. Right, It'd be insane. So that's the people that do yeah. thrive in those areas, like in New yeah, they, York they and can, LA. Yeah, you got to give they them can a lot tune more that shit out. Even. You, but still, you got to give them a lot of credit for being able to do that. Yeah, yeah. I think Nate McMillan's a perfect coach for the Pacers as well. Uh, his demeanor and everything about that. I, I think 
I can see the Pacers going to the finals. I mean, is that too far fetched of us? Something? No, not if Miles Turner just blows up. Yeah, that's a big part. Uh, he just—he is untapped potential. He just got so. paid. Yeah. Yes, he did. Uh, my seventy-five for them. Most likely, he's going to be Darren Collison, who actually led the NBA in three-point percentage last season with forty-seven. He's been or forty-six. He's been solid as hell for like forever, five, six years now. I wanted the Nets to sign yes, him like three years ago when nobody signed him real late in the offseason. I want. I was like, what yeah. the fuck? What the Nets are what the Nets doing? Anyways, he doesn't put up gaudy numbers, but you know what you're getting. He's a good leader. Yeah. Um, got. I think it's gonna be Carlson Oladipo. Bojan Bogdanovic, Woo! who I think was also a nice little pickup for them. He's a good yeah, shooter. Boy. He, he's perfect for that my offense. Boy, the, um, the older Bogdanovic. Yes, my boy, Thad Young, who I think is underrated. Thad, my other boy. I love Thaddeus Young. <laughs> yeah. Um, he, what he brings defensively, and he can score. And then Miles Turner, you know, untapped potential again. You know, he continues to grow. We'll see what happens Ooh. with he, uh Miles He can Turner. dominate, though, once he gets it going. I would watch out. Yeah. Um, they have extremely great depth on the bench with uh, Demonis Sabonis, who I think is a starter, uh, but he continues to grow. He's only 22 years old. Uh, he's a nice flex guy. Last year, he averaged 11 and 7, so that just shows you what he can do. Um, Tyreek Evans was their big sign in the offseason. They signed him to a one-year deal with 12 mil. He averaged almost 20 points last year in Memphis. Granted, he, Memphis is Memphis, but Tyreek Evans, what he brings coming off the bench, he can be your point forward. Essentially, yeah, he's been so. I think that's real good last year. Yeah, um, Corey Joseph is a veteran point guard. He was there last year, but um, I think he's a good reserve to have. He's a pesky veteran. Uh, Doug McDermott's on the bench. Ed's boy Kyle Quinn joined Uh, here. Underrated signing, yeah, for real. I think so too. Uh, He scores, he rebounds, and he plays great defense. I'm a big Kyle Quinn guy. Uh, they drafted Aaron Holiday, point guard out of UCLA, 23rd overall, who probably needs time to grow. All the Holidays are solid NBA players, and I think Aaron may possibly be the best. Uh, we'll see about that, though. Um, in the second round, they got Alizé Johnson. I don't know much about him, but he seems like he's going to be Amir Johnson. So, we'll see. <laughs> uh, departures. <laughs> departures. Al Jefferson. Uh, wow. I forgot. Glenn Robinson's. Okay. Yeah, Glenn Robinson signed Detroit. So, but is Glenn Robinson a really big miss? Probably not. And Lance Stevenson obviously went to the Lakers. Um, yeah, I think the Pacers are a solid team to come out of the East. They have great depth. Can they take the next step? Uh, they lost to the Cavaliers last year, but I'm predicting a 53 and 29 season from them. And I think they'll win the Central. I'm predicting they don't lose to the Cavaliers again this year. <laughs> yeah. Um, why don't you take it in there with the Cavs? All right. right now. Uh, Cavaliers last year finished fourth in the East, a record of 50 and 32. Obviously, everybody knows, don't need to say it. LeBron James uh, departed for LA. I think that the departure this time of LeBron will haunt them even more um, this time around than last time two, for two reasons. One, he's not coming back this time. And two, He's they're now the Cavs are stuck with all these big contracts of players that aren't really that good, like Tristan Thompson. They gave Kevin Love a max deal right now at this point in his career. Um, just paid paid a uh, Nance today, and they just pay, and uh, Larry Nance. I get you didn't pay him that much. I think he gave him forty forty five million. Yeah, and the, a, which the, is a yeah, which is a lot. But the the deal actually goes down each year. 
which is good. So they're paying the them now. Yeah, they're paying, they're paying them 12, mil, 12 mil this year. Then it goes down to eight, then the four, and then down to like two. Did you know he averaged 14 and a half and 11 and a half? Larry Nancy, yeah, he played a lot, actually. Wow, he played a great yeah. season. So uh, they gave Kevin Love the max. Um, I think one of the most intriguing things about the Cavs this year is we can finally see. Oh, that was per 36. We, we can finally see if Tyron Lue is a good coach or not, right? I think that LeBron's been shadowing him this whole time. LeBron's been, a lot of people say LeBron's really been the coach. No, so now you get to really see what Tyron Lue can do. Uh, Colin Sexton, a lot of energy, a lot of potential, drafted eighth overall. You know, you still you still have some good players on this team, right? You have Rodney Hood, who who played well in Utah last year before being traded to Cleveland. And then all of a sudden, he just didn't. They just didn't play him in the playoffs for whatever reason. You still have George Hill, you still have J.R. Smith, you still have Kyle Korver. So you know, outside shooting won't be a problem. Um, but I think you know, finding somebody that's going to be able to finish at the rim uh, is going to is going to be an issue for them all year. Um, the over is over under is 30 and a half. Um, under. yeah, I, I'm going to take the under, although the Easter conference is so weak, you know, let's see, maybe, who knows? Maybe Kevin Love goes back to Minnesota days and he averages 25 and 13. I doubt it, but you never know. It could happen. Tristan Thompson still a bomb. They should still trade him. <laughs> um, he, he's a, he's joking. No, he's the next one. Um, so yeah, I'm taking the under of 30 and a half. Uh, even though the Eastern Conference is weak, I think the Cavs end up with a top. Actually, the you know what? The Cavs don't even have their their first overall pick this year, or the first round pick. Yeah, they don't. It's going to Atlanta uh, if it's not if it's top ten protected. Or no, is it? I don't know. I gotta check. I think I read that somewhere. That's it for the Cavs. They stink. <laughs> I'm not. I think I think they're awesome. Yeah, I'm not. I think Colin Sexton could be Rookie of the Year though. Yeah, I like Colin Sexton. There's a lot of guys in this team that maybe like Jordan Clarkson who probably played scared because LeBron would stay. No, 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 no. Jordan Clarkson stinks. I was just going to say, like, <laughs> Laker fans couldn't wait to get rid of that dude. Yeah, he stinks. I, I didn't even mention he's him a, here because he doesn't a, deserve it. He's a black hole. Yeah, he stinks. Yeah, th- this team looks pretty bad. Yeah, they're bad. If, you're, if your over-under right. is worse than the Nets, uh, you know. Sure. <laughs> but not worse than the Knicks. <laughs> our best players out, bro. I know. I'm kidding. kidding. I don't even think you mentioned Porzingis in that whole. Yeah, I, I said yeah, he's he out till he February. Did. There's not much yeah. to say. Yeah. I also want to throw a note in here that Larry Nance did not average 14 11 last year. I was looking at the wrong stats. So my apologies. Yeah, stop. <laughs> get off 2K, bro. Your <laughs> <We're> simulated season. <laughs> I'm not. I was looking at uh, stats per 36. That's what I was looking at. Yeah, that's what most people use so. now anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we got Pacers and Cavs so far. Uh, I got Bulls and who has the Pistons? Okay, I got Bulls and Pistons. I'll go Pistons though. Damn it! Your whole set of teams was ugly. Got well, the Bulls I, and yeah. the I, I, I fucked up going every third team <laughs> and putting myself third. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Pistons. They finished ninth last year. Thirty nine and forty three. They fired Stan Van Gundy, replaced him with Dwayne Casey. Great hire. Yeah, this is an interesting team. They're all super awkward to me. They yeah. only person they lost was Anthony Tolliver. That's a Matt guy for sure. Uh, he'll be on the Heat. He'll be on the Heat <laughs> soon if he isn't already. He, he went back. Not, nah, he's on. He's on the team. He I went did back to Minnesota. 
Uh-huh. Yeah, the T Wolves. Yeah, <laughs> he would be. Their ads in the offseason. I mean, Zaza, Pachulia, and Jose Calderon. What are we doing? <laughs> Glenn Robinson. Again, sure. I mean, young guy. Maybe he could do something. Uh, their first round pick was Bruce Brown out of Miami. He projects to be a pretty good defensive guy, but he's got some work to do on the offensive end. I don't think he'll see that many minutes. Starting five. It's just so ugly to me. Reggie Jackson at the one. He's another one of those guys who I just look at as a black hole. He doesn't want to give the ball up. He just wants to pad his stats. Starting at the two at the moment looks like Reggie Bullock. (laughs) I mean, he should be your eighth or ninth guy. At the three, Stanley Johnson. I think this is a big year for him. He kind of has to prove that he was worth being such a high draft pick. He had a ton of hype coming out of school. We haven't really seen anything yet. And then the yeah. four and five, you got Blake and Drummond. Well, I mean, Blake played, played pretty good when he got traded over there, but that fit to me is just still weird. They both kind of operate in the same areas. I know Blake and is trying to shoot the three a little more, but that's not great. Their bench is just as bad to me. Ish Smith is the first point guard off the bench. That guy's bounced around everywhere. Luke Kennard. I thought he had a decent rookie year, but again, not much to talk about. And then my boy Langston Galloway still hanging around over there. Yeah. And that's that's about it for the Pistons. They're uh, over under 38 and a half. At 139 last year. I mean, just because the East is so bad, they go over, but not by much. Do you think they make the playoffs, though? I think, I mean, by default, they finish ninth. You figure the Cavs drop out. I think that they're not that much better than the Nets. I was going to say, you think think the Pistons get in over the Nets? Because the the Nets are taking the Cavs spot. I think they'll be be real here. They'll battle for it. They're just they just yeah, don't, it's a weird, they don't really have anybody weird, that can yeah, shoot. Yeah, exactly. It's a weird team. Like they just have a bunch of big, awkward guys. It's a weird team. I don't think that fit of Blake and Drummond will last. I think one of them's gotta go. Yeah. Drummond's a free agent soon, isn't he? He's gotta be. Now he's got a player option in two years. When he'll be twenty seven, so he'll definitely leave. Yeah. Unless they have something going. Which I doubt. <laughs> All right, so we're taking the over there. Who's next? Um, we got the Bucks and the Bulls All right. left. Who I'll take, to go with I'll those? take the Bucks. The Bucks last year finished seventh in the Eastern Conference, forty four and thirty eight. They hired a new coach. His name is Mike Budenheiser. Came from Atlanta, San Antonio assistant for a long time. He actually had some pretty good years in Atlanta. He won over sixty games in two thousand fourteen. It's a great hire. A great I know, a great hire. I love it. I love it. They oh they lost Jabari Parker, but did they really because he really didn't play the last two years? You added Brooke Lopez and Arison Ilyasova. Ilyasova resigned. I feel like he always signs back in Milwaukee, and then he gets traded, <laughs> and then he signs back. <laughs> yeah. uh, they drafted a very young, exciting player from Villanova, Dante DiVincenzo, uh, to run the break with the with the Greek freak. Uh, I personally think that Giannis uh, has even a better year this year than he's had after after publicly saying he wants to be the best player in the league. Uh, he's got MVP, so many MVP years. I know. He, last year, he. It's crazy. He's only 23. I, dude, it's so crazy. <laughs> last year, he averaged uh, 27, <laughs> 10, and 5. 
and he actually has seen consistent rises in, in his productivity since entering the league, right? He's gone up in points per game, four to six points every single year. Yes, yes. He is. I think I think <laughs> that uh he averages, I don't know, about thirty, thirty one points per game this year. And I think that he brings the Bucks to a top four finish in the Eastern Conference. I'm nailing down the over of forty seven and a half. I think they win fifty games. I might throw a bet on them to win the conference. I think they could definitely could. They're good. Really good. I didn't say much about anybody else because nobody else really matters except for GMs. <laughs> We all agree, right, that the train rolls with him. You got Brook. You got yeah. Brook Lopez down there. Who, you know, whatever. You're gonna get ten and three out of Brook Lopez because that guy can't rebound for Eric his life. Eric Bledsoe played well. Eric Bledsoe played well, but like I said, nothing else matters if Giannis doesn't play well. That's the scouting report of the Bucks. It's Giannis. Over. Nail it. Done. <laughs> there it is. Um, this is a G special. Who's got the Bulls? Of course, I do. <laughs> oh man alright Bulls 27 and 55 last year over under 30 I'll just start with that the under hammer the under 30 yeah. I, uh, they're not that yeah, bad they stink they st- dude they got a lot of guys and, and no one who can shoot and marketing's hurt isn't he I'm not sure I'm pretty sure he's out for like the first uh, he's out for like six, eight weeks. Oh, wow. I, believe. I didn't even see that. But then to definitely hammer that under. Winning 22 games. Bums. All right. Starting five. Chris Dunn. I like Chris Dunn, but he just hasn't shown he can shoot the ball yet. So until he does that, he's just going to be a below average point guard. Zach Levine, another guy I like. Just got paid, but he's coming off a big knee injury. We'll see what happens with that. Starting at the threes, Jabari, another guy. Been hurt his whole career. We'll see what happens. Lloyd Markinen at the four. You just said he's out six to eight weeks. Uh, and then he's exciting, though. He's exciting. No, yeah. He, he's I like lot. him. That's for sure. Right. And at the five, they've got Robin Lopez still hanging around. Jesus, these Lopez brothers. Yeah. <laughs> Both so Seriously. different, but still hanging around. Off the bench, they got Bobby Portis, who they didn't come to an agreement with on an extension, so he'll be a restricted free agent. I think that was a mistake on their part because someone's going to offer him one of those ridiculous. Uh, yeah, he'll get back from like the Grizzlies. Yeah, he's pretty good, but I don't. With marking in, and they just drafted Wendell Carter, they're probably not going to match any offer he gets. I don't know much about Wendell Carter. Is he good? I think he's. Gonna be the better of the Duke guys to come out this year. I think I was reading somewhere that people think he'll be the best guy from this draft class. Yeah, a lot of people comparing him to Al Horford. Oh, really? Wow. Kind of, kind of undersized to be a five, but can shoot. You know, step out to fifteen, eighteen feet, block some shots. We'll see what happens. I, I imagine he'd hop into that starting spot at power forward if Markinen's out that long. Got Justin Holiday. Yeah, not much to write home about. Denzel Valentine, can't stand the guy. The last I saw him, he was getting destroyed at the Drew League. I'm not a Denzel Valentine yeah. guy at all. He was getting destroyed by some guy who's about six feet tall and has never played pro ball. Yo, somebody, shut, had... somebody shut that cat up. <laughs> I know, my bad. Oh, man. Oh, wait, dude. They actually just picked up uh, Tyler Eulis. 
who was who was cut well, again. <laughs> who knows what they're gonna do with that, dude? This team's they signed. He's too tiny, dude. Yeah, they picked up Zach's boy Sean Kilpatrick. Ah, dude, I like that guy. He doesn't. He hasn't gotten a fair shake shake in the NBA. Yeah, <laughs> he had a fair shake in New Jersey, <laughs> Brooklyn. They have bro. Brooklyn. They, they also Brooklyn, had the twenty uh, second pick in the draft, and they took another mad guy, Chandler Hutchison from Boise State. First guy ever. <laughs> first guy ever drafted out of there in the first round. <laughs> He's a big man. I don't know anything about he, that guy, a, but I'll adopt a, him. He's a big man, and they said he's probably not going to play at all this year. He's he's a four year guy, and he's still not ready to play. So that's a great pick at twenty two. <laughs> <laughs> that's it for the Bulls. Twenty two wins. Yeah, going way, going way under. They do have Omir Ashik though. <laughs> yeah, you notice I didn't mention him either. <laughs> All right, um, that's the central wrap-up. Looks like we all agree that the Bucks and the Pacers are the leaders in that conference. Or, I mean, the division, excuse me. Uh, we take it to the Southeast, the final of the Eastern Conference. Um, since I haven't gone in a while, I have two teams in this conference. I'll start with um, the Washington Wizards, who are 14-1 to to win the Eastern Conference, 80-1 to to win the finals, which I thought was pretty high. I don't think they have any chance to win the finals. Uh, their over under is forty four and a half. My prediction is they'll have over. Uh, I'm going forty seven and thirty five record right around there. They lost in the first round to the Raptors last season. Scott Brooks is third year there. Um, they added Dwight Howard on a two year deal, which was interesting. Um, we'll see how that works out. Dwight Howard, you know, is notorious for going places and ruining it. But I think there's enough star power there in John Wall and Bradley Beal to kind of. Keep that at bay. Well, I hope at least. Uh, they also added Jeff Green on a one-year deal. Um, Jody Meeks and Jason Smith opted in. Um, Austin Rivers also comes in a trade. They finally part of ways in Mar- Martin Gortat. Austin Rivers comes over, which I think is a nice fresh start for Rivers. He, he could be a good compliment guard off the bench for them. They don't really have much else. Uh, they drafted Troy Brown, 15th overall. He's mostly a defender right now. Um, needs help on offense. Uh, who they lost was Gortat and also Mike Scott, who also went to the Clippers, actually, as a free agent. Mike Scott is definitely a Clipper. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> with, his, with his fucking emoji tattoos. <laughs> they have no significant upgrades, really. Uh, my prediction for starting five, John Wall, who with his health is in his prime. Bradley Beal, who continues to grow. Uh, I didn't really like Bradley Beal at the beginning of his career, but I've become a fan. Otto Porter, who was given a huge contract, and I don't think he's that good. He's probably slotted in, or he is slotted in at starting small forward. He continues to grow as well, but I'm still not an Otto Porter guy. Power forward, probably looking at Markeith Morris, who – you know what you're getting from Markeith Morris and then Dwight at center. Reserves, you got Rivers, who I said's going to come off the bench. Kelly Oubre, who I think is going to have a breakout season. I'm a big Kelly Oubre guy. He came in pretty young. He continues to grow. He had a five-point increase point per game last year, so that's something to look for. But he needs to improve upon shooting 40%. That was his lowest of his career, actually. Jeff Green will be coming off the bench as well. He's a Georgetown guy, so he's kind of returning home. Uh, Thomas Sodoransky coming off the bench. He's nothing to talk about. 
So we'll see if they can make this next step. They've never made the conference finals with this core. Um, how many times are you going to go for it with Beal and Wall? I think this is the, the last time. time. Yeah, I think this is the last time, too. If it doesn't work, you've got to say that Beal will go. Obviously, I, I would keep John Wall personally over Beal. What about you guys? I think it depends on what you see this year. I, I wouldn't argue against keeping Beal over Wall if if the, if the circumstances prevent, presented themselves. What's their age differential? Well, Wall's 28, Beal's 25. So, I mean, for the future purposes, it's probably right. Yeah. Yeah, I want to see how the year plays out because it seemed like all that drama last year was uh, a lot of it was Gortat. He, he, him, and John Wall. Hated, he didn't hate, like playing. Yeah, him and John Wall hated each other. Like John Wall missed all that time. Gortat was like, "Oh, we're playing great because he's basically because he's not here." Yeah, I, so, I worry well, about I worry about the Wizards with uh, Dwight. Yeah, he's he's a weirdo. You know, they haven't won fifty games with John Wall. They're always hovering around. They're in the 40s all the time. But, I mean, 50 wins with the Eastern Conference, the way it's been the past few years, that should have been something that's been accomplished. What's the, line, what's the over-under for them? Over-under is 44 and a half. What are you taking? I'm going to go over 47 to 35. Yo, bro, with this cat, though, really. I know. Um, I'm going to get rid of her. No way, <laughs> dude. Get rid of her. <laughs> uh, uh, no, no animals are harmed during this production. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got the over with the Wizards. Um, do I think they win the Southeast? I think the Southeast is probably pretty weak, but it's going to be between them and the Miami Heat. Disagree. But we'll get to the Heat in a second. All right. Um, why don't you take it next? Who who you got? Me? Oh, yes, in this conference. All right, I got the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, last year finished 10th uh, in the East with a 36-46 record. Uh, piggybacking off the Dwight Howard stuff. Great segue, by the way. You get rid of Dwight Howard, but it actually could help the team. Um, they have a new GM. Does anybody know who the new GM is? For who is it a former player? Huh? Is it a former player? No. Oh, I don't know. Maybe in the fucking 40s. <laughs> it's Mitch, the names, I, Mitch yeah, Kupchak. <laughs> Actually, I did. I do remember seeing. But you that. know what though? That really doesn't mean anything to me, does it? <laughs> doesn't no. mean anything to you guys because he didn't do shit in L.A. when they sucked the last no, five years. Not, not at all. Uh, they drafted Miles Bridges twelfth overall. Should fit in nicely with Kemba. He averaged seventeen and seven at Michigan State, and I think that Miles Bridges is going to push for that starting role probably by January. I predict that Miles Bridges will be starting over uh, Michael Kidd Gilchrist. Um, one of the most surprising moves of the whole offseason to me was actually uh, the signing of Tony Parker. Um, mm-hmm. I think this is a, it's a perfect uh, signing, especially with a new coach. The new coach is James Borrego. I don't even know if that's, I'm saying it right. James Borrego. Spurs guy. Uh, yeah. Spurs, yeah, never exactly. heard of him. Spurs guy that brings Tony Parker with him, can help teach the offense and, and, and be that bridge between the new players. And the coaching staff it should be a nice backup uh, with, uh, to Kemba. But you also still have the very under underwhelming Nick Batum uh, in Charlotte. I think he needs to change the scenery. Um, over under is thirty five and a half. Um, I don't. I don't. I didn't really know what to do here. Um, thirty five and a half. I think. You, I think losing Dwight Howard is gonna is actually gonna help make this team better. They got Ed's boy Willie Hernana Gomez. 
They got, Ed, do you think he's going to play it all over here or what? Is that guy good, Ed? You were hyping him up He is him. good. He, they said he came, he came in the camp like 25 pounds lighter. You think he's going to play? For sure. They got Bismack Biombo too, Matt's fucking yeah, love affair. That, that, ain't, that ain't doing much for them. I love me some Bismack. Dude, you love Bismack Biombo. <laughs> I'm not on board with how, the, how much you get paid. That's the flea market. I think he's a solid player. He's the flea market Abaka. Yeah. <laughs> Cody Zeller still starting though for who knows how long. Maybe Willie Hernana Gomez can take over that can take <laughs> over that starting or you know who knows who who knows what can happen in Charlotte. Anything can happen in Charlotte. Michael Jordan owns a team. Who knows? He could be on the court this year. <laughs> Actually, no, he can't. Uh, all right, I'm taking the uh, shit. I don't even know. I'm going to take the over here just because of the UConn connection with Kemba Walker and Jeremy Lamb both on the roster. You think Where do you think Kemba's going to go? I think he's going to – Last year of his contract. I think he's going to stay. Yeah. Really? It's getting late for him to win. They ain't winning in Charlotte. You think he'll go – I think they'll pay him, though. I mean, I wouldn't be mad if he came to Brooklyn. But he won't. I think maybe the Knicks would be a good spot for him. Oh, uh, I think that's where he will look to go, there or Brooklyn, because that's home. Yeah, but I, I don't even think we offer him a contract. I don't want to give him max money because what's he going to be twenty nine? Yeah, he's get he's yeah. getting the thirty. He's finds himself banged up every once just because of the way he plays. Right, I, a smaller yeah. smaller guy. He's always going to the rim. Going to break down. Quicker. I could see him in. Uh, I could see him in Southern Florida. I can see him as a spur in like a two year deal. A spur? I could see that him and uh, him and Demar Derozan on San Antonio. I could see yeah. that actually. I'm taking the over, even though. I don't really know with this team. This team is very impossible to predict. All right. So there we have the Hornets. Ed, who do you got in this conference? I mean, do you really want to hear anything about the Hawks? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> Dude, Young. you had some terrible fucking teams. Yeah, I, I, I fuck, Ed, I you could have told us, here, you know? <laughs> oh, that's right. I'll go with the Hawks here. <laughs> <laughs> Their biggest move in the offseason was getting rid of Dennis Schroeder and sending him to OKC. They obviously drafted Trey Young, and in the process, they passed up Luka Doncic, which I think they're going to regret. They also drafted Amari Spellman and Kevin Horter, and they got Zach's boy Jalen Adams from St. Bonaventure. Ooh, good good signing. Yeah, they, they, they signed they, him. They, had, they signed him as an undrafted. Yeah, they they had a, themselves a busy draft night. They also have Zach's other boys, Vince Carter and Jeremy Lin. Oh, dude, what? Let's go. Yeah, they, they got a weird team here. The Haw- Hawks have Vince Carter? Yeah, dude. Wow. Yeah. Weird. That dude does not want to go away. Yeah. No. Well, he said it, he, and he's not going to go anywhere just to win either, he said. He said he wants He likes he, doing the mentor role? Well, he, no, he said he wants to go places where he's going to play. <laughs> and on this roster, he's going to play. Starting five, more than likely they're going to go with Trey Young over Jeremy Lin, just because why not? You have nothing to lose. At the two, the highest paid player on the team, Kent Bazemore. Ew. Yeah. At the three, Chancellor Rapper. Torian Prince, who had a kind of had a breakout year last year for them. He's pretty good player. I think he's really yeah. good. I think he's a great piece. The four, John Collins, who he was a double-double machine. 
Ten, I'm also a John Collins yeah, guy. Ten, I love John ten, Collins. Ten and ten guy, easy. Yeah. And then uh, at the five, they brought in Dwayne Dedman. I mean, he's average guy. I think later in the year, you might see Amari Spellman push for that role just because he can stretch the role, and he's a little bit more offensively talented than Dedman is. Then off the bench, you got Vince Carter, Jeremy Lin. Their over-under is 23. I think just because you have a couple of those veteran guys sprinkled in with these young guys, they maybe win 25. So I'm going to take the over just for that reason. I like that. Um, the Brewers just struck out Brian Dozier looking with bases loaded up 4 nothing in the bottom of the ninth to win the game. Completely wow. forgot that, ga- that game was on. I said the same thing <laughs> yeah, earlier. They take, they take a 2-1 lead, the Brew Crew, dude. My squad. I'm loving it. All right, so that's the Hawks. You got that's it for the Hawks? Yeah, that's not, that's about it for them. Yeah, not much. Who's their new head coach? Fuck if Lloyd I Lloyd Pierce? Fuck if I know. <laughs> Whoever Lloyd Pierce is. <laughs> <laughs> Madden create a coach. Yeah. This is the Arizona like Cardinals of the of the NBA. I still don't know that guy's name. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Wilkes. <Yeah. laughs> All right, uh, I'll end the Southeast. (laughs) Steve Wilson, dude from Jerry Springer. (laughs) Maybe is that his name, dude? Yeah, that is his name. (laughs) Oh, Steve Wilkos. Is is that it? Steve Wilkos. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) All right. Um, we end the Southeast with my squad, Miami Heat, who literally. And I mean this literally made no additions and no subtractions from this team. They had the exact same team as last year. Uh, they made the playoffs, lost to the Sixers. They're 40-1 to to win the East, which is probably not going to happen. They're 65-1 to to win the finals, which is only that because I think Vegas thinks they'll get Jimmy Butler. But even if they did, they're going to have to give up a lot. That's what – a lot's going on with the Heat right now. Um, Heat legends, Dwayne Wade and Udonis Haslam return most likely for their last season, which is pretty fun for me because I watched them their whole careers. Udonis Haslam, my favorite player of all time. Uh, they have zero significant changes. All the trade talks surrounding Jimmy Butler. We'll see. Do I want Jimmy Butler? Ah, I don't know. I think he's good, but... I don't want to root for him because he was a bull. <laughs> and just because he just seems reckless. Like, he's turning into a diva, so, man. Yeah, I mean, it looks like that. So I don't know much about him, but I don't know if I want to give up a guy like Josh Richardson and plus more, plus future draft picks and bam out of bio for him personally. So uh, Starters for the Heat. Uh, the usual starting five, Goran Dragic, who's a terrific point guard. Oh, my God. Uh, Josh Richardson <laughs> is a underrated two-way player. I think Josh Richardson is phenomenal. I do like him. He's a, he's a solid player. Yeah. Justice Winslow is just given a three-year extension, but the last year is a player – or a team option, excuse me. I think that gives a lot of flex, flexibility to Miami. If he doesn't, he isn't good this year. His contract is cheap enough, and with that opt out on the third season, I think he's uh, eligible trade bait for someone. If anyone wants to bite, he'll be. So I like that deal. He'll be a king in two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Absolutely. but he needs to improve shooting. So we'll see with Justice Winslow, uh, James Johnson, who is a personal favorite of mine. He's tough, durable. 
Uh, not durable, maybe. He gets hurt a lot, but black belt. I love James Johnson, what he brings there. And then we have a huge season from Hassan Whiteside. I think he's going to take a big leap. Um, I think Spo is finally going to give him his chance. He used to bench him in the fourth quarter last year a lot. But Whiteside's hungry. We gave him all that money. Play him in the fourth, please. Like, come on. Um, reserves, we got D-Wade, Hall of Famer, coming off the bench. Kelly Olenek, who's not sexy, but he's useful and reliable. Uh, Tyler Johnson, who I do not like, oh and I God. wish I don't want that guy on the team, but he puts in quality minutes. I can't hate on the kid. He does play Tyler, well, just, but it's, it's just so the contract, it's just ugly. The contract dude. just makes it worse. That's You're welcome. Worse. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, Dion Waiters will come back at some point. I love Dion Waiters. I hope he comes back. And is after, he stopped, after he stops and, at KFC. Yeah. <laughs> and they, yeah, they did the team pictures on the Twitter. He was looking nice and chunky, but you know, he's Dion Waiters. He does him. And then uh, Rodney Magruder is a big guy coming off the bench for us. He plays great D and he can score. The Heat, I think the Heat are good. They're definitely going to make playoffs this year. I think they're an underdog story with depth, a great coach in Spo. And they played together. This is the third year most of these guys have been together, so they have a lot of continuity. Uh, if my prediction, I'm going to go with their over-under is 41 and a half. I'm going to go over and give them 47 and 35 because everyone's healthy. D. Wade's last season, I think a lot of things go their way this year. I would, I would, so, I def, they definitely make the playoffs. I think that they'll, a lot, everybody will play hard, especially since it's Wade's last year. I don't know about the exact number of wins, but I think it'll be over as well. What was it, 41 and a half? Yeah. Yeah, I take the over. Just the, for a team, for a team that's 65 to 1 to win the finals, 41 and a half wins is pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Hader, so, I just read this tweet from Steve Phillips, your old GM. Josh Hader is a combination of Jacob DeGrom and Randy Johnson. Josh DeGromson is unhittable. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Um, that wraps up the Eastern Conference. Uh, should we go one through eight? What do we think the playoffs are going to be in the East? Yeah, let's All do right. it. Well, who's number one? Boston. We all agree. Uh, yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll go Boston number right, one. I'll go Philly, too. What about you guys? Me, too. I'll go Philly, too. All right. Well, what do you got, three? Three, I got a toss-up between the Bucks, the Pacers, and the Raptors. Uh, I'm going Bucks there. All right, I'll go Bucks here as well. <clears throat> I'll go Bucks. I'll take Pacers fourth. Pacers four. Uh, or Raptors. I, I'm going to lean Pacers. I'm going to lean Pacers as well. I'll go Raptors five. Yep. I'll go Raptors five. Now six, seven, eight. So it's going to get tricky. Yeah, so tricky. Who's, taking the, who's taking these last Six three is Miami. Here? You got Miami and the Wizards. I, would, I think they're both definitely. I would actually give Miami over the Raptors, but we'll leave it as it is for now. One, two, three, four, five, six. All right, then we got Washington. Yeah, I think six, seven is going to be Miami, Washington, in some All right. order. All right, what do we got for eight? So who gets what that we eight, for eight? We got the Pistons, Nets, Nets, the Knicks. I'm going to scratch the Knicks. Scratch the Knicks, for sure. Pistons, uh, Pistons, 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 Nets. Hornets. Yeah. Ooh. Pistons, Nets, and Hornets. I'm going Nets, bro. Actually, we actually didn't. We actually missed a team. Who did here. we miss? Oh, well, the Orlando Magic. Yeah. Who I who I also yeah, we didn't we didn't, we didn't miss anything. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about, dude? The Magic are who's on that one twenty five to one to win. Who's, who's on that team? That's the 
the second worst Mo odds Bamba. in a 301 to win the finals, and they hired Steve Clifford. So and they have Mo Bamba. We'll see. They're yeah, uh, Mo Bamba is my. I'm adopting Mo Bamba as my new favorite player. I love his name. I love his song. I, I like him just because uh, his college choices came down to Texas and Harvard. Yo, he's mad. He's mad <laughs> smart. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's from Harlem. Yeah, he's so smart. Yeah. So they re-signed Aaron Gordon to a four-year, eighty-two million dollar deal. I can't. He I continues can't, to grow. I can't stand that dude, but he had a great year last year. I like Aaron he's Gordon. Good. He's a he's, he's really a good. lot better than I thought he was going to be. Uh, same here. Um, they they made a lot of trades. They had a three team deal acquiring Jerry Grant from the Bulls. Grant will probably come in and be a reserve guard off the bench. Yeah. I don't expect much from him. They got Jarrell Martin from the Grizzlies for Dakari Johnson. Jarrell Martin's a rebounder off your bench. She's a solid forward to have off your bench probably like fifteen minutes. Um, and they absorbed the Mozgov. Contract. That's where he ended up. Jeez. Yeah. Anybody who yeah, anybody so, who has him just doesn't matter. Yeah, all, everything yeah, so. you just said just went right through my ears because I don't know. I don't know any <laughs> of those players you just named. Obviously, they drafted Mobamba sixth overall. Got, I love Mobamba. They got Jonathan Isaac. I mean, is it going to be instant? Is it instant success? Yeah. No. And they got Melvin Frazier in the second Ooh. round. I don't know anything. Who about the hell him. are guards? So. So the guards, I got DJ Augustine's probably starting at starting. He's the vet. They don't really have any guards. What I saw for this team is they're lanky. They're lengthy. They're young. They have a new coach, and I don't really see anything okay. coming from them. Their over-under is 30. First, I got the first under. overall pick for the Atlanta Magic. Yeah, so they got Augustine starting, Evan Fournier. You know what you're getting there. He's not, Terrence Ross. He's not a bad player, Fournier. Yeah. I'm not a big Fournier guy. Um, Terrence Ross is a two-way forward, Bomb. but he can arguably be a six-man. Aaron Gordon and then Nikola Vucevic, who is average actually a double-double for the last five years. He's a solid guy, but I don't, I, you know, he's not flashy. Yeah, uh, reserves, you got John Simmons coming off the bench. He could start arguably. John Isaac, he's uh, he has unlimited potential. I think he's going to continue to grow, and I think they'll take the kids' gloves off him that they had on him last year. And he'll be free. And him and Bomber are two good guys to build around, but they both need to work on their offensive game. I think they'll go 30 and 52 this year, which is under the 30 and a half. They're sluggish. They have a lot of new pieces. They have to put it all together. They're not very good. So that's the magic quick. That was way too long. We just spent way too much time on the magic. Yeah, so, who, <laughs> so, so who's taking the A spot? Brooklyn. <laughs> Okay, I'll do, I'll go Brooklyn. Yeah, I don't go sure. Ed, you sure? Who else would you say? I mean, I guess that's down to them. The Pistons and the Hornets. I mean, that's that could go any of three ways. If the Nets take their jump forward, they're there. If the Pistons hold up the way they played last year, they're right there. So I got no problem with any of those teams. All right, let's it's go. All, it's all, all first round exits. So, so we got we got Boston, <laughs> Philly. Milwaukee, Indiana, Toronto, Miami, Washington, Brooklyn. I think anywhere from Milwaukee to Miami can be interchangeable. And I, I think I Boston and Philly finish one and two no matter what. Who's taking the conference? I think the Boston Celtics take the conference. I don't know about you guys. Going Philly. Uh, Going Philly. I, I go Boston, but I also think 
that it's wide open and it's definitely not a lot. But I would not be surprised. Let me just say this. I would not be surprised if the Boston Celtics were upset in the first round by the Brooklyn Nets as a revenge series. Woo! Revenge for, for <laughs> revenge for who exactly? I don't you, care. You, you told me the to fans? get off 2K. <laughs> revenge for me. <laughs> Torture I've had to live through. Uh, half the guys on your team don't even remember Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett. I know. All right. All right. Uh, that wraps up the Eastern Conference. I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, three and out. Three and out. Oh.